Welcome to One Sick B. I am your host, One Sick B. Here at One Sick B, we don't cry, we thrive. We don't whine, we whine. Shout out to the wine of the day is Black Girl Magic. Two sisters from across the world reunited and became owners and of their brand, Black Girl Magic. Today, I have One Sick B, a male king, One Sick B. Remember the definition of One Sick B is a strong individual that fights through unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at you without warning, but you refuse to carry the spirit of broken. And today I was blessed to do this interview with Damian Washington. He is a patient advocate, an advocate for MS, a king thriving and soaring almost six years. Yes, six years of fighting through this battle and also helping others get comfortable in their situation and accept that they have MS and what to look for and just all type of good perks and lovable things that he can help you out with. Um, he is an amazing individual. He has been doing this for a while. For him to be able to speak up being a male, an African-American male, because I've noticed that with African-American males, sometimes they tend to shy back from serious topics or healthcare. But to see him speak up about it, I think it gives other Black males another outing. And not just Black males, everybody as a whole, but especially for our community to see that there's somebody thriving. So I appreciate that, and I would love to welcome welcome Damian Washington to One Sick B Podcast. Wow, that's an intro. That is an intro for for the for the ages. I tell you that right now. <laughs> Thank you. I'm blessed to be in this you space. So Happy to be here. That's good, Damian. One of my first questions that I've been asking everybody is, how have you been doing during COVID? I know we kind of are used to kind of being in the house because of this battle. But how has COVID, how have you thrived through COVID and uh, what are some of your feelings or have you got the um, the vaccination? Yeah, I got the vaccine. Um, we'll get into that later. <laughs> um, how have I been thriving? We um, The shift toward virtual has been something that I've been able to lean into um, because I make my content for the internet, for the phones in the first place. Um, more people um, are on the internet and on their phones these days just because of pandemic. So um, it, it, that's my, I would say that's the main thing. More people and a different set of people tune in and uh, engage in a level that, you know, maybe before it wasn't the, really the same set of engagement. Um, not that there wasn't a lot of engagement before, uh, right. before pandemic, but again, it just, it just sort of shifted and it became a sort of a different world. So I, um, I'm in that world, that different world now. And yes, I got the vaccine. Yeah, I'm black. Yeah, I don't. You don't the whole history of every dang thing in this dang country. One. Yeah. Um, two. Like I'm not even saying one or two. That's it. Period. Like if people if people want to get on the vaccine trade or not, and just solely for that reason, cool. Me. I know that there are four risk factors for um, severe COVID. Age, African-American or Asian, underlying conditions, obesity. I have multiple sclerosis and I'm African-American. That's two out of four for severe COVID. I ain't rolling that dice. So I'm uh, putting the novel virus <laughs> in my arm and having my body deal with it before the novel virus 
finds its way in my lungs. So that's how I work with it. Get your vaccine. <laughs> that's it. That's all. That's it. And that's all. Like you can be on either side of that fence. Cool. And I respect the peace, love, and joy. I tell you this, Damien Washington is making sure his, his body fights the virus in his arm before on purpose. I'm fighting this virus on, in my arm on purpose before I, my lungs are fighting it accidentally, randomly one day. Mm. That's a great way to play, to put whole it in the Whole lot, fam. <laughs> I ain't got yeah. much to say to you on I that got to, Yeah, sit back, get back. Because we already go through so much as it is. Well, let's dig into it. Damon, you were diagnosed in 2016 with multiple sclerosis. Can you tell us what led you to get diagnosed first, what you were going through, and how you got through it at first, the first initial thought process of it? And basically tell us about just being diagnosed, your journey on diagnosis. So, like, um, essentially, my wife, um and partner for 20 years <laughs> shout out to her shout out to her um, yes she was sort of the first one to see something's wrong she's like mm, something's wrong with you dude i don't know what it is but you don't hold me the same way when you walk down the street you've been holding me like this for 16 years at the time <laughs> right. you don't do it this this is something's up bro i don't know what it is and, um, okay step one and then <laughs> so yeah you know you could shrug it off or whatever or eh, i was doing a music video in my home and three other people four other people were in there with it and it's a very high energy situation and i'm captain of the high energy situation um and this is a normal thing for me i could not do it i was on my hands and knees like sucking wind like ah this is, I'm hurting right now. I've, I'm in pain I've never felt before. I'm fatigued in a way I've never understood. Like, am I dying? What is going on? And sort of those two things had me um, like, yo, bro, you got to figure this out. Um, three doctors later, I figured out the thing that was wrong with me was multiple sclerosis. So I had to go get that checked out. <laughs> Yeah, the super long story, as short as I could keep it. No, actually, it's not that long. Um, what were some of your symptoms that that made you go get outside of, you know, your yeah. wife saying something was different yeah, outside, yeah. of course, your body breaking down? Did you have any? I'll put it like this. Do you think before you got diagnosed any time prior to that, that there were flags that you want to know, but you now you're like looking back at it, maybe it started then or maybe. Hindsight's 2020. Um, the f crushing fatigue. Like, I, I could not walk down the block. Um, and uh, general just pain. I just was hurt uh, bad everywhere all the time. <laughs> and I could not be in um, high heat situations. Like, mm. I'd, I'd be, you know, maybe a run or just anything sort of super physical where you would begin to break a sweat i was flat yeah. like i couldn't do it and then i just could not i could bear i could not do it at all i was like yo something's wrong with me fam i don't know what it is but i gotta figure this out because i could i can't walk down the street i i cannot make it one half a block away from my home What's something's fatigue? wrong something's yeah fatigue fatigue balance um 
fatigue, balance, heat, sensitivity, pain. Pain. Well, did yeah. you have the numb, the tingling and the burning sensation or just chronic pain? No, nah, spasticity in the knees. Um, spasticity oh, in the knees combined with balance, combined with everything hurts right now and I can't really move. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Where you <laughs> now, have you had to use any um, assistive devices during uh, during this journey? No. Or, or do you use any assistive devices? No, we um, we were thinking about getting me a cane for a while, um, but they got to a place where it's like, all right, I might not need that. Let me continue on this journey. Um, so no, I don't use any assistive devices. Close. Okay. <laughs> now, do you, how does this affect, how did the people around you react to this? I know you have a, a very, uh, a great wife who, who accepted you. Um, do you have children? No. Oh, no, okay. God, no. Okay. okay. Well, how, okay. How did your friends or family members uh, gravitate toward you after this diagnosis? You know, my friends are my friends and my friends. Uh, so, you know, they are cool, cool. And that's good. My, my, yeah. No, nothing really switched then between friends or family. Nothing was different. Uh, my, my sister just called me right now uh, because my birthday was yesterday. Um, I'm in club 40 now, just so you know. Hello. Uh, okay. Um, she like, she would call me oh, no, once, like after I already told the family, this was going on, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, and she was a lot younger. <laughs> she's like, but why? And I'm like, I don't know. It's not important. <laughs> oh. What is important is what we going through. This is, this is, I have to deal with this. These are the things that I must deal with. Why doesn't really matter. This is what's on my plate right now. I got to I got to eat it. Other than that, like not at my worst. I was on bed rest for weeks uh, because the spinal tap to heal my uh, not heal the spinal tap to determine if you had diagnosis, it did not properly heal. So I was leaking spinal fluid for 12 days. (laughs) And I could not, I really could not do anything but pee and sleep. Um, and I eventually, like maybe like five, six days in, my wife would come back home from work. She's like, yo, bro, you've been, you've been in this bed all day in this room. Yo, my guy, you got to call somebody, dude. Yeah. That's that few- super strong. Bro, right? Super you just strong. I can do it. This is probably just the, what, is it, what I have going on already. Yeah, you you just don't really even notice it. I think a lot of times in our culture, we don't even see what we have been put on, you know, what, what we wear. We don't see what we wear because we wear it, because we need it to get through not only the day, not only the street, just the L-I-F-E as an African-American male in a country yeah. that historically has, a country that has wiped out all of the Native inhabitants brought me and my cousin over here, said that we was not human. Um, and it took hundreds of years uh, for folk to be like, all right, they're human. So <laughs> the, the general culture is a, accepts and uh, works with being okay <laughs> in a whole different way. So out with that, because again, y'all don't know black guy. <laughs> so 
I do a black yeah. guy stuff. So that sort of was um, something that sort of was something I had to deal with. And right, I'm connecting it back to me being on the bed rest. My wife would come home. She's like, yo, bro, you got to call somebody, man. You can't be in here all day by yourself. And they're hurting. Straight the worst pain I have ever been in my entire life. And I have not felt since. <laughs> and I don't wish on anybody. And I hope to never feel again. She's like, yo, bro, don't do that. Call your friend. Yeah. And I called three friends. Uh, and then I was cool. And I could skate after that. And one of my friends, um, he was like, yo, I know this will sound weird. Anyone can do anything good with what, you, what you're dealing with. It's you. Mm. And at the time, I was like, talk about man like that's how you want to my spinal uh cord is, is leaking you're talking out, about right? reaching out to people i'm going through my own situation yeah, you, you understand what i'm saying but it, at that time I, you know i couldn't see it but it's i have turned it into something I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to get into that but before i get into that i, I definitely want to talk about um damien has his own platform that is enlightening it's enriching it is comfortable it puts you at ease the way he talks it's a soothing and a calming notion in his voice that allows you to accept or to understand what he's saying and to articulate it and the best thing about it is that it's in layman's term it's none of those big words that they throw us at the doctor's office now if he says a big word he breaks it down i mean he breaks it down to a t so he's gonna give you a word but he's also going to give you the definition or understanding that goes behind it. That's one thing that I appreciate looking over his videos as far as I had to look at back over it as if I didn't have MS or I just found out that I had MS and it was enlightening for me, somebody who already has MS and I don't care how much you think you know about the disease you have. Since I've been doing this podcast, I have learned so much more than even what, it surpasses my understanding of what I thought I knew. I know I go through certain things and somebody will throw out something to term and I'm like, what is that? And then they'll say the definition. I'm like, oh, I have that all the time. But mind you, I didn't know what the actual title was because the doctor didn't break it down to me like that. Or, you know, so you have to do sometimes your own. I encourage everybody to take advantage and to seek after their own health care, to speak up about what you're going through. Now, this is the question I want to ask you. What are your strengths and what is your weakness with this autoimmune disease? You know, my strengths is I'm able to communicate and talk to people and reach out. My personal weakness with this is I have my vision is my pet peeve. And when I lose my vision, to me, that was worse than when I was in the wheelchair, just because when your legs don't work, you can move around another way. When your eyes don't, you have to pick up other, other senses other use your other senses. And if you're not familiar with losing your eyesight, you don't know how to key it. So oh. what was your strengthness or weakness? You don't. Look, I, I had um, mild optic neuritis uh, at the beginning of uh, my diagnosis journey. And I couldn't drive because I could not check my blind spot. Mm -hmm. This was all cool, but yes. any eye movement, everything would shake. You cannot drive a two-ton vehicle if you cannot look in your blind spot. So that was it was another sort of like, yo, I'm really going to have a different life, bro. 
I, I, this ain't it, man. Like I, this ain't it. Um, I totally forgot your question, Del, because I was like, wait, I think uh, child, please. About, I know what it is. You said, what's your strength and your weakness? And you were saying that your, I, I had said the optimizers basically was my weakness. And you were saying that that might've been your weakness too. This is even kind of making me cry because um, my strength is me. Hmm. My weakness is me. So I say that in that way because 10 times harder on yourself than anybody else. Not even. Something that drives me is the phrase, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure yeah. you seek. It drives me. And that's why I say I am, you know, the worst thing because whatever the human psyche is afraid to do, the human psyche not only needs to do, but needs to do repeatedly. And that's the thing that is going to have you grow. Um, and, um, and I love that. This is the advice that he gave me on a one-on-one talk. And it resonated so well because for somebody to know what you're going through, to tell you to keep on going after. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough pill to swallow, man. But this thing, MS seeks to sort of freeze you where you are. And then that take you, and then take you back, and backwards. And my brain is like, "All right, here's where I am. I still need to go forward. I still need to go toward what I want, and need." Um, so that's that's the toughest thing that you have to do um, is to get out of your own way, and you don't know what it is until you have done something whether it's over time, whether it's, it's like whatever, um, until you have done something that you do, you did, you previously did not think that you could do. You don't mm. understand what it means in your body. Like people can tell you to meditate, but you, and you could want to do, it and you could do it like whatever, but until you understand it, until you've done it enough times to understand what it does in your body specifically to, for you, you're not going to latch onto it um, in the same way. So that that's, Really, the main thing is understanding what might be something that had to help give you a different result and then to actually do it repeatedly every day. And even if you don't do it this one day, then you're going to do it tomorrow or you're going to do it later. There's a, a quality of incessant improvement that one needs to figure out how to live, how figure out a way for it to live within themselves. Otherwise, this disease is just going to stop you wherever you are and then take you backward. But your life is continual expansion. So you have to figure out a new way to make yourself continually expand. I love it because you already answered the next question. And the next question would be, you on you on you on beat this morning. You on. I, I speak publicly. This is my job, okay? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I already knew. That's why I asked for the interview. No, Hello. Okay. Okay. No, I'm trying to hang out. I know with what you. you had to offer, and I was going to ask you, uh, did you have any advice? But I want to soar into this amazingly beautiful platform that you created with your name, Damian Washington, is strong. Strong man, first of all, strong man, child of God, a fearful African-American, fearless African-American man to speak about the disease. 
and to be so let it resonate with people in such a if you have not heard of Danielle Washington, which I'm pretty sure you guys have. If you have not, go on YouTube, go on Instagram and follow him and see if what he says resonates with you or if it helps you. Because I guarantee you're not going to come out of there unbroken, uneducated or question anything. He's himself. And that's the beautiful thing about it. And I love that he's himself within this journey. And so let's get into how did you get started with this platform? I know you said somebody mentioned to it that you would be great. Yeah. Um, and also, please don't mind me. I'm my grandma used to call me a water bag. So, uh, and so no, I'd be crying. Slash. Um, this is how I, I make it. my bread. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, because you can be open about it, and you, and that's what people want to see—the transparency. Absolutely. The transparency Absolutely. about it. Yeah, no, it's I'm so I'm wicked transparent and like there are videos that like my wife be like, don't put that up. Don't 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 do that. Just just keep I going. And I and I and I feel you. I feel you. And this is this is what your thing is. You can tell another story. Just just hold I on. I definitely understand because my mate <laughs> said to me one day, he was like, I opened it up and you took a picture at you. He was like, you don't never do that. I said, yeah, but this was needed because people needed to know that I'm also going through it too. Correct. What I think the nugget of the jewel of the knowledge that's in that when the people closest to you know all the good stuff about you and they know all the crummy stuff about you. They, people, people say stuff. Yeah, no, they they, they because, because they love you and they know all the sides of you. Yes. They also are in the public as well with you. And so they're yeah. like, mm, I tell that another way. Tell that in some other as way. As my friends say, I don't want to lose my cool and be a and be a troll for you, but I'm telling you right now and I'm like, okay, I get no, it. No, it's uh, there's the idea. I'm a public figure. I've been holding people's attention uh, for more than half my life. And one just has to know that just because everyone will look does not mean that you should make it a show. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um, you, must, you have to craft what you put out um, and how vulnerable uh, you make yourself to folks because you're uh, want to be vulnerable, it may be appreciated by few and lauded by few, but um, others might use make it fuel for their rancor against you. Um, and that's some that's that's something that um, stops a lot of people from creating in the first place. So I kind of don't really want to speak against that. But there's the idea of being vulnerable, and then there's the idea of uh, being not too vulnerable i don't even know what to say it's um it's a cautious vulnerability so it definitely is i think i will put a period one video i remember i regret and it was just recently and it was saying that um i was going to step out of faith and do my first podcast interview because i was nervous but the retract the the reverse outlook of people was like well how are you if you nervous well how are you starting a podcast or how but what they don't know is it's not the nerves of I'm very confident in myself, but it was nervous to know how it was going to be received. 
and that I was going to be very transparent and I was going to say how it started. I think something that also partially drives me is, again, I'm a performer. So he's also an actor for those who do not know this. He is also an actor. Yeah, I have done almost 40 commercials and voiceovers in the past 10 years. I have 10 years. I've sold you products. Um, I've made my living blending in until one day I stand out in a lot of ways. Mm. Said. But, you know, um, let's do the client list. Uh, Lowe's Home Improvement Stores, Fruit of the Loom, um, A1 Steak Sauce, um, Chex Mix. I did two commercials with Chex Mix. Um, Realtor.com. Like, it's I do this. I do um, this. I do this. Fan. I do this. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. <laughs> and the idea of um, I know how to conduct myself in on a stage for better or for worse. And I have yeah. been booed. <laughs> not booed, but I have done something that does not resonate as truth and have felt what it feels like in me and has felt what it feels like in an audience watching me. And I don't not put out truth ever, Mm. even if it's Mm. not pretty, even if it's um, not nice, or even if I have trouble with it. That's what people want to see. People want to see you going through the thing to find the truth. And they want to watch you go through it. And they want to hear you come out. They want to see you come out on the other side and they want to hear about it. And then wash, rinse, repeat. And that's that's what the vlog is like. You know, you've seen me essentially. I made a vlog. I committed to making content for YouTube for uh, 100 episodes. That's what I said. I told myself I would make 100 of these. Nobody watched for the first 30 something. And that's like a half a year, bro. <laughs> There's 52 now, weeks in the year. They gave me and told me because I was like I just learning and just getting out here this and how to saying. do it. And he was like, you can make millions and millions and they'll catch on at the end. And then it'll be the first one that you put out there. Boom. And it's, I was like, really? Okay. I'm uh, in it to win it. So let's do this. Let's do this. There's, um, that's why I'm even out here in Hollywood, bro. Like, <laughs> you ain't, it's not that you're not quitting. It's that you are continuing to evolve your thing. Like, look, I, next Tuesday, I will be doing two lines on um, a popular show. Okay. I, I auditioned for this in December. I got okay. the call that I'm going, they want me to do it last week. Oh. <laughs> I mean, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. you. I'm trying to tell you guys need to, this man is not only dedicated to his craft, but it's one of those things where God says you're a chosen vessel. And I believe in the song by Marvin Sapp and it's called a chosen vessel. And this is that song made me reach out and step out on faith. But mm. I did interviews with people, but Damien is definitely a chosen vessel when it comes to speaking the truth of this disease and embracing. And he's, he's, he's been more, of a uh, motivation and a mentor to me personally in these last couple of weeks than I've experienced through starting this whole podcast. 
I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, the because I'm a performer, I understand not the rules, but I understand the the boundaries. Like keep it short. Like people love to hear themselves talk, and even as I'm I'm talking to you, I'm like, mm, let me. It's airtime. Call it. You call it airtime. When you're speaking, bro, you got you don't got as much airtime as you feel you do. You don't have as much airtime as you think you do. Get in, get out. That's what makes me, um, that's part of what sets me apart from other creators because people just want to talk and they want, they want to do the thing. It's like, hmm, I'm here to talk about this thing. You know, this thing has this element and that element. This is how I'm dealing with it. This is how she's dealing with it. I don't know how we all going to deal with it, but that's why I make content. Okay, bye. That's my show. <laughs> Short and sweet to the point that resonates. In and out. Um, yeah. You got to leave people wanting more. And um, it might sound trite, but I've been holding attention a long time and I'm really good at it. And the idea of leaving them wanting more is what has continued to keep me getting a check. <laughs> yeah, I got so much more to show you, but why don't you Hello. pay me and I'll, sh and I'll show you yet. a little more. Okay. Just pay me a little bit more and I'll show you the rest. Okay. <laughs> Come up off them commas. Let's That's go. So resonated with me because I'm so like, what more do you need from me? Do you need me? Well, what, what's the extra number that's added on? Oh, okay. You know, because uh, I truly believe when somebody dedicates their life and they open up their world to the world about what's going on with them in their personal behind their foreclosed doors and in their doctor's office, that there's some way that God blesses you and repays you. And it has got you more, like you said, more acting gigs, more speaking venues. I mean, I said, I shouldn't say venues, but that is not the priority. Here we go again with MS. I know what I'm trying to say, but the word didn't come out. Speaking engagements. She can't, she stepped up. Speaking, <laughs> engage, <laughs> speaking engagements. And is there any, you already, well, you already answered that, if there's any advice or is there anything this is the moment where I'll yield and be quiet because I feel like in my past interviews where I've been so excited that I'm, you know, you go back over your heart is pretty that you over talk. Oh, yeah. You over talk. So I felt like I over talked. Yep. And then the people who under talked, I talked yep. to make room for the yep. gaps. Yep. Yep. So this is the time where I'm going to yield and ask you if there's anything that you would like to say before I certify you. One sick B, I need you. <laughs> if there's anything left or anything that you want to pass on to those who are listening who my what i usually ask my guests is any advice you have for somebody who is battling this and they're trapped in their mind and their body and they feel like they can't get out any i'd say i'd say that this is a very good chance that um this might be one of the hardest things you're ever gonna have to deal with not that you have not dealt with intensely difficult things in previously this might be one of the toughest things you might have to contend with not only can you come out on the other side of it you can shine and you can help other people go through that themselves and help folk who do not see a way out you can be their light at the end of the tunnel everything that you want 
is on the other side of something you don't want to do and well on the other side of it, deep. Whether it's exercise, whether it's meditation, whether it's making a podcast every week, no matter what it is, you are what you want is if the cave you fear to animal holds the treasure you seek, period. Um, it, it's, it, it's the thing that's inside the cave changes, but the idea is the same. Run into the thing you don't want to do hard, fast, now, so you can get that out of the way and you'll discover new things that you never really, new challenges that you would not have known if you did not initially do the thing you did not want to do. Mm, that was beautifully said. Now, this is my favorite part of the podcast. You have came and you have gave your expertise, your knowledge, but this is more of a sentimental moment for me. So here, Damien Young King, I would like to certify you one sick B. The definition of one sick B is a strong individual that fights through unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at us without warning but we refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. And Damien, you are one big beat. Wow, and I, I appreciate, appreciate that. Mm. I appreciate you coming and showing me love and breaking my platform, which mm-hmm. is brand new, but you embrace me as if I've been. <laughs> I just love, I just, this man's personality is beyond, uh, beyond words. Um, you definitely, uh, and when you run into a soul, and it touches your spirit and your soul, there's no coming back. So like I said, I would like to certify, I'm certifying you one sick B. And remember kings and queens, the definition of one sick B is a strong individual that fights through unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles. Life throws at us without warning, but we refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. And that is who we are. And we're proud of it. And we fight through it every day. And we do it with our heads held up high. So thank you, Damien, for being on my podcast today. No, thank you for wanting me in this space. And thank you for making your contributions uh, to this space. And um, thank you. Keep digging. Keep digging. Because, again, it's on the other side of what you don't want. And everything that you think will come from what you're doing, eh, that's not going to happen, girl. (laughs) <laughs> but that's not important. Something is going to come from what you do and you'll never know what it was because you, you will never know what it is because you are not there. And the only way you will get there is by doing the thing you don't want to do. Well, thank God you for having me in this space. And thank you, kings and queens, for tuning in to One Sixty. You know, Nothing left, you gotta know you got more. Let's not forget the God sent the strongest soldiers to war. Like, God sent the strongest soldiers to war. Every day we fight, but every day you getting up to perform. And when you think there's nothing left, you gotta know you got more. Let's not forget the God sent the strongest soldiers to war. Like, God sent the strongest soldiers to war.